This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Rich Jones. Okay, Rich Jones, he is stuck in corporate. He wants to break free. He's binging on the show. For your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday morning, simply subscribe to the podcast right now on iTunes and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Okay, many of you heard I made a big league acquisition of a company called Send Later. And I'm a greedy business guy. I didn't want to give away equity to a technical co-founder. So I found my coders on a website called Toptal at NathanLatka.com forward slash T-O-P-T-A-L. I've paid over $12,000 to the site to a guy named He Shiming in China, who I've never met, but we're going to build a big business together. I'm taking Send Later public by the time I turn 30. I'll tell you more about Toptal later on in this episode. This is episode 434. Coming up tomorrow morning, you're going to hear from Brad Costanzo. He's a consultant who does big league revenue in 2015, over 400 grand. Now he has a unique model related to coffee and stilettos. Top Tribe, good morning to everyone. Our guest this morning is Liz Pierce. She is the CEO at Liquid Planner, the fast-growing Seattle-based maker of dynamic project management technology. Liz is an active member of the Seattle startup and technology community and is passionate about mentoring and advocating for diversity in technology and leadership. Liz, are you ready to take us to the top? Oh, yeah. I love this. Okay. Tell us what Liquid Planner is and how you generate revenue. Sure. Uh, Liquid Planner is a different kind of project management system. So lots of people have used Microsoft Project. It involves lots of people putting dates into the system, telling the software when you're going to get stuff done. And we're all about helping you figure out when you what you can get done by when using software. So we're calculating the dates for you. Okay, and give us an example of uh, I'm looking at some of the some of the different kind of features of the product. What's the number one kind of and maybe tell a customer story how someone's using you. Sure. So we have lots of customers in both IT and manufacturing. I love our manufacturing customers. They're doing R&D, product development, custom manufacturing. They have requests coming in all day, all night, and they're able to take on new work, instantly calculate when that work's going to be done, assign it out to the pe- to the right people, and get back to work. So they're really able to innovate and move really quickly and grow their businesses. Yeah, this is, from what I'm seeing uh, in the research I did, this is almost like kind of a very sexy version of a Gantt chart. It is. Yeah, we're making Gantt chart sexy again. Yeah, which is not, Liz, that's not easy. I know. You're telling me. <laughs> 10 years in. That is not easy. <laughs> you, you are Wonder Woman. Okay, so uh, tell us about monetization. Is this a SaaS business model? It's a SaaS business model. We um, charge per user. And um, the more users in the system, the more it costs, but the more value you get. Yep. So it looks like you've got uh, $9 for a small team, 39 bucks for a professional and then enterprise kind of call. And you probably have inside sales team there, right? We have inside sales. Yeah. So our small team is for teams of five um, and it's really kind of basic features, but even small teams do big things and they need real tools. Our professional version has lots of bells and whistles, dashboards and analytics and really everything you need to, to grow your business. So, okay. Let's dive into some of the numbers. What year did you found the company in? We founded it in 2007. Okay. And this is always embarrassing, but what was your first year revenue? Do you remember? I think it was $35,000. That's not horrible. 
No. <laughs> Did you leave a big corporate gig to do this or was this an easy decision? You know, before this, I worked at Amazon, Google and PlayStation. Yep. And then I had my own consulting business. But I started with Liquid Planner as the marketing contractor and uh, became CEO five years later. Oh, interesting. Okay, so you were not the founder of the business. No. Okay, got it. Was, so, I was the marketer. So you joined in 07 or that's when it was founded? I actually did the original market sizing analysis for, for the founders. Okay. And I'm a, I'm a former project manager, so I just got hooked on what we were selling. Okay, you have. there's a story there. there Tell is. us that story. What happened with the folk founders? Um, the founders, you know, one was kind of the, the product visionary and one was the CTO. And they brought me on to you know, define the value proposition and brand. And, you know, I eventually started selling the product and supporting the customers and thinking about operations. And so everything that wasn't writing code, I pretty much was involved in. And eventually the CEO suggested that maybe I take his job and he'd go focus 100% of his time on the product. Was that Charles or Jason? Um, so kind of, that was Charles. Okay. And um, he, he left the company about a year ago to go start another company. And our CTO, Jason Carlson, is still with the company. So it was um, it was a little unusual, but a really fun ride. And it's been great to see the company go from just an idea all the way to where we are now. Funded or bootstrapped? We raised about a $3 million angel round that lasted just five years. And then we raised a Series B about two years ago for $10 million. Okay, so you raised $13 million total. This is an interesting mm -hmm. question I have with the changes at the top in terms of leadership going in and out. Who kind of owned the relationships with the investors? Was that you? Um, I... I raised a series B, so I raised the 10 million okay. and then the former CEO raised the angel round. Um, but I'm, you know, I know all of our investors and learned a lot kind of watching that process take place. God, I made a huge mistake in my first business where I kind of did that. And some of the investors were not even aware of co-founders. I did a, such a bad job in this. So I'm always fascinated by these different kind of stories. Do you have There's a, a lot of landmines in there raising is. <laughs> And Liz, Liz, nobody talks about some of the more kind of the trickier things, right? Related. I mean, one of the questions I have for you, you have a co-founder who left. Is there a large chunk of kind of unactive or uh, equity on the cap table? No, he's still a board member. So he's very active. And, okay. um, you know, we, we keep our investors very much in the loop. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so 2007 was first year, 35 grand in revenue. What did you do in 2015? So we, we launched the, the company in 27, 2007. We launched the beta early 2008, six months later, the commercial version. That was a $35,000 year. What okay. did we do last year? Yep. Um, I think we were just... Uh, I should know this number off the top of my head. Um, just around uh, seven. Okay, around seven. Yeah. And uh, and that so and, and I can do the math, right? So that's basically you guys doing you know something. Excuse me, something around uh, six hundred sixteen thousand bucks per month as of December twenty fifteen, right? That sounds about right. Something like that. Roughly. Yeah. What is what is the let's go into unit economics around specific customers. So you sure. have multiple different price points. And by the way, I'd love for you to were you involved? You must have been in the pricing decisions, how to price the product. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So tell us about this, because you have some some uh, I bet you your, I bet your net negative revenue churn because of the brilliant way you've set up your ability to upsell both seats and features on this. Talk us through that. Sure. So, um, you know, this is something that's that's part art, part science. And I think you learn a lot as you bring your product to market. You see what people are willing to spend. You see how much traction you can get organically and how much you have to drive with um, real fundamental changes to how you have your business structured. So um, we kind of had a, a very inbound driven model 
for a long time, sell to anybody who walks in the door. Um, you know, you end up with a lot of smaller deals, but you're planting seeds and you can see which of those seeds shoot up really strong and hardy. Um, from there, we're able to identify which customers are best prospects for moving upstream because you want to be much more targeted in your in your outreach and be able to acquire the customers that are most likely to be successful and grow on your platform. So that's where we are today. You know, we've had a kind of a transactional business for the most part, sub 10K annual recurring revenue per customer. And we're, monthly or know, annually? We're at the annually. Okay. Um, but we're, we now have, you know, many customers that are above six figures in annual recurring revenue, yep. you know. One day I'd like for that to be the bulk of the revenue of the business, but it takes time to develop the capabilities within the company to consistently sell those deals. So that's what we're working on today. When you say you're planting seeds, do you mean you're trying to figure out is document storage going from five to 100 gigs worth the increase from nine to 39? Is that what you mean? I don't mean that. I mean by uh, basically industry vertical and team function. So project management is something that could be used by anybody, someone in professional services, someone in software development, someone in marketing. Um, which of those types of customers and in which industries are oh. much, most naturally suited to our product? Got Where it. do we have the most organic product market fit? Got and it. we've learned a lot about that over the years. At the beginning, your early adopters are all tech companies. Now we're actually getting a lot of traction in um, heavy industry and highly regulated industries, which is, um, I think makes sense as the market matures. And what is average ARPU across your entire customer base? Um, it's it's still sub 10K. Okay, annually, right? Annually, okay. yeah. Um, but we're, we're, we're waiting it now at the high end with our new customers. That's, so. that's great. Talk to me about gross monthly churn. Sure. So, um, you know, again, project management is one of those types of products where some people use buy it for one project and then they're done. Um, and so we have some churn that comes from that. Um, and, you know, we, we lose a couple percent of our of our named logos, but then we're adding in additional seats. Yep. So, you know, we're coming out on top each are, month. Are, is it fair? You know, tell me if this is accurate. Maybe you have 3% gross customer churn, but because of your inside sales and upselling, do you have net negative revenue churn? Um, not yet. Okay. You know, we're still selling to the SMB and there's a lot of froth in the SMB market. Yep. As you know, companies got a business or um, Nine don't out really of ten stick, of them do. So, yeah, yeah. And so we feel some of that, but we still think it's a worthwhile investment to sell to those companies. You know, our CAC to CLTV ratio is is still where we want it to be. CLTV, uh, we rarely talk about that on the show. Oh, so but I it's want such a fun topic. Yeah, tell us about so to L, L, value. LTV, LTV to CAC ratios we talk about all the time. Sure, is there a difference? The it's the same thing. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. What ratio do you like to stick to? You know, you got to be three or higher. Yeah, minimum. So yeah. what what is your lifetime value right now that you have in all your assumption cells and your Excel planning sheets? Um. Well, it's you know. We're, we're getting several years out of our customers. Mm -hmm. So you can do the math on that. But yeah, so maybe between 15 and 25 grand in lifetime value. You're not you're in the ballpark. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I'll say we're doing a little better than your estimates, but I'm not going to I'm not going to share the from Virgin I. Yeah, that's good. So so if it was thirty thousand dollars in lifetime value, you're saying you're totally willing to spend up to ten thousand dollars to acquire that customer. So it's one sure. to three ratio. Yep. Got it. Very good. Um, you're saying you said they stay with you on average for a couple of years. So call it, you know, 36 years, months, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, where are you guys based? We're based in Seattle. Oh, Seattle. The whole team or any remote? 
We have a few remote. We have um, uh, a couple people in California and Canada and um, on the East Coast. Uh, and so what's total team size? We're about 65. 65 people. Okay, good. Um, we talked a little bit about space. What is the total number of customers you're serving now? We have about 1,800 customers. 1,800. Wow. Okay. And you mm -hmm. said you said you have, uh, you said it's 20% top heavy enterprise focused? Did I say that? No, maybe not. I, I don't think I did say that. Uh, maybe um, that's a question. What of the 1,800, how much... <laughs> How many are enterprise folks? Yeah, I would say um, a few hundred are what we would refer to as enterprise customers. Okay. So yeah. so you raised that, that Series B for $10 million. When was that? That was in 2014. Okay. So you're right now, you are either in acquisition talks to sell to Salesforce or you're raising your next round. Which one is it? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Come on, Liz. Come on. No, we're getting close to uh, cash flow, flow break even, which is a great <laughs> place to be. And, um, you know, we're, st we're still growing. So... So, so, but usually like, options open. you give it, give it 12 to 18 months after last round of funding. Usually you're, you're likely already having conversations around a next round or you're in acquisition talks. I mean, are you wanting to raise more capital or no? You know, I'm, I, I would like to raise more capital at some point in the future. I think that as a business, we like to have profitability checkpoints along the way just to prove out the, the viability of the business model and, you know, be in a great position as we go into raise. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, this is great. Um, SMB, small business, we talked about that. Um, what is your, this is an interesting question I have. So when, when you have a CEO come in like yourself, who's kind of been involved with the founders, but not actually a founder at the beginning, sometimes motivation, especially, and obviously you have to tiptoe around this on a, on a public podcast, but from someone in your mindset, I imagine you have a small amount of equity relative to if you had founded the business, I'm going to say less than 20%. Don't confirm or deny that, but let's assume you had a small amount, right? Okay. How do you keep yourself kind of motivated to keep doing what you're doing, knowing that you're really leading this? And, and, and in other words, how do you not get greedy and say, you know what, I could go do my own thing, right, like this and own 100% of it? Yeah. You know, I have never learned so much in my life as I learn in Liquid Planner. And I feel that way, you know, every single every single year I do a checkpoint. Am I still really learning? And I am. Um, I also am a huge believer in the product and what we're what we're bringing to our market. And I want to round the basis. I want to make this a huge win. I want to change our in industry. What's the uh, what's the I mean, who, who would you say is your base kind of competitors? I mean, is it like a Trello or no? It's still Microsoft Project, ironically. No. Yeah. No. Oh, my it gosh. Is. Okay. Wow. It is. People, you know, people don't know what else to do. They don't know there's an alternative out there. And spreadsheets don't cut it. Yeah. So, you know, there are actually lots of people out there looking for an alternative to Microsoft Project still. Are you making, in, t in terms of driving customer growth, are you making any small acquisitions of, like, Chrome extensions that are, like, to-do apps for project management or things like that? <laughs> We're not, you know, we have a, a relatively small product development team, so we stay very focused. Everything in Liquid Planner is about priority, and we, you know, we drink that Kool-Aid ourselves. Yep. So we, we invest a lot in our differentiator, which is our scheduling engine um, that drives all of our rescheduling and, and resource management activities. And, you know, we keep that priority focused really tight when it comes to other product development efforts. Where are you driving currently? So you did $7 million in 2015. What's your revenue goal for 2016, and how do you plan to drive that growth? Yeah, so we're on track for um, you know a ten million dollar run rate, which I think is is a big milestone for us. And we're really driving it by becoming more efficient at customer acquisition, getting really focused on the target customers that we know will be successful, stay and grow on the platform. And we're seeing a lot of traction there. Where, where are you spending uh, your acquisition money right now? What channels? Um, so we're spending it in. You know, we have a great demand generation 
engine at the company. So we do paid advertising. We also do a ton of content. We, there's so much out there that we can use to help educate customers and about both the function of project management and portfolio management, as well as what we do. So there's lots of content. Um, we, you know, we're not doing tons of events right now because, you know, the, the economics don't always work out you the mean, way like you want them to. sponsoring events? Sponsoring events and trade yeah. shows and things like that. We, you know, we, we run a pretty lean organization um, and everything, every decision we make is based in data. Yeah, um, that's good. Give us a sense of size and paid acquisition. What are you spending per month total? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Over six figures. Over a hundred, yeah, over a hundred. Yeah. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Well, Liz. Th- by the way, do we like love Liz, guys? This is. <laughs> I love when a CEO comes on. You didn't even ask me any of the good questions. What? What, what, what did I miss, Liz? <laughs> Well, we're just getting started. Uh, <laughs> well, no, what did I, I'm, I'm, no, we keep these short 15 minutes. I mean, about, I'm about to wrap up. I was just gonna say how much yeah. I love you because you know all your stuff. What did I miss? <laughs> well, I think there's lots of, um, you know, the, the soft side of, of management and leadership and what it takes to run a team. And um, I think those are really interesting topics that maybe we'll get a chance to talk about one oh, day. Oh, you, you see, Liz, I could probably learn so much from you. I am so bad with humans and I'm like a data guy. And, and it, I know, it, seriously, it you ask hit, no questions about people. What's I wrong? know it is hurt. You know, it's burned me. It's a strength and a weakness. Look, my CEO at my last company was a Mormon pastor. Okay. Uh-oh. I had to have that to balance like my insane focus on spreadsheets and data. It's almost robotic how I I'm operate. I'm going to rewrite your interview questions for you. Oh, I, hey, do that. And we will have an emotional episode. It, it'll be like more Oprah-esque. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, if people want to follow your journey as you keep building Liquid Planner, where's the best place for them to connect with you online? You can find me on Twitter at LizPRC. All right, guys, very quickly, many of you heard I acquired Send Later at NathanLatka.com forward slash Send Later. And here's the thing. I don't want to hire a big team. I'm a business guy, though, so I need developers. So what I did is I found this little website. I found this guy named He Shiming. I paid him over $12,000 to help me keep building this business, which I will take public by the time I turn 30. So it's called Toptal. Okay, and what Toptal does, it's a network of elite pre-vetted software developers. Basically, I told Toptal what I was looking for. They search their network for the best people. They even test the candidates, which saves me time. And then they just said, Nathan, here, use this candidate. They meet your individual needs and boom, I'm off to the races. So once you pick someone on Toptal, you can start working with them the next day. Now, for my people, Toptal's offering a no-risk trial period that you can get at Nathan NathanLatka.com forward slash T-O-P-T-A-L. Again, NathanLatka.com forward slash Toptal to get started. This is perfect if you're a business person listening that doesn't know how to incentivize or find a technical co-founder. Go to NathanLatka.com forward slash Toptal and get started building your app now. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, and you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. That's great. And Top Tribe, we'll link to that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 434. Again, forward slash the top 434. 
Liz, it's time for a rapid fire roundup here. It's it's called the Famous Five. Are you ready? Ready. Number one, favorite business book. Search inside yourself. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? I'm studying the CEOs of my top five customers. Ooh, smart. Okay, what's your top one? I can't tell you. I know. Trap question. I almost got you. <laughs> Number three, <laughs> besides Liquid Planner, what's your favorite online tool? Mint. That's a good one. Number four, yes or no, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? No. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Single with kids. Oh my gosh. How many kids? Do you mind me asking? Two. Two. Oh, how do you do that? Um, I have them help me with all my liquid planner tasks. How old are they? Seven and nine. The <laughs> nine-year-old is going to be the future CEO of liquid planner. Oh so my I'm gosh. Her up. I can only imagine what they're like in history class. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, last question. Take us back to your 20-year-old self. What do you wish that she knew? Um, I would say don't let go of your interest in volunteering and being part of the community because the karma bus drives in circles and you will always get something back when you give. Uh, top tribe. I love that. Remember, the karma bus drives in circles. You heard that first from Liz Pierce, CEO of Liquid Planner, launched and helped help launched in 2007. They did 35 grand in revenue that first year, now serving over 1,800 businesses, 13 million raised, 7 million in 2015 revenue, healthy ARPUs on track to do over 10 million this year with a team size of over 66 folks, mainly based in Seattle. Liz, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. If you enjoyed Liz today, go back and listen to Jim Fowler yesterday. He sold his company to Salesforce for $176 million, then launched a new business where he raised $19 million recently, grew from zero to a million active users for his competitive intelligence platform, Owler. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.